Test Podcast featuring Sea God. Welcome back to 64, a chess podcast. I'm your host, David. I'm joined today by Sea God, Brazilian YouTuber and Twitch streamer, getting into chess. How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. Pretty good. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing great. Yeah, we just talked a little second ago, but uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess we'll just dive right into it. Um, first of all, I found out recently and I shared this on social media that uh, my podcast in Brazil is like uh, number two in the games category on Apple really? Podcasts. Yeah, I, I, have, I have no idea why. Um, but yeah, I guess I, ha- I have a little Brazilian fan base. And I've looked on RSS too. And it's like my second most popular country is Brazil. I have like, I, I, it's, it's really weird. But I mean, I'm not complaining. <laughs> but I have like, a, like, I've had like a, a couple dozen streams there, um, according to my RSS feed. Um, so I'm really grateful to have someone from Brazil, uh, come on the show today. So, um, first of all, I'm just kind of curious, like, so, uh, we spoke a bit earlier today and you've told me that you're, you're more or less, you're new to chess. So, um, first of all, are you aware of like the chess scene in Brazil at all? Is that something you're kind of interested in or is it something that you just really have no clue about? Well, uh, first of all, actually, I kind of, uh, um, that every every time I, I decide to do something new, like chess, for example, for me, I start diving into the world, you know? So um, I kind of know all uh, most of the GMs from Brazil, and I follow them on Twitch, on, on YouTube, and I watch their videos, and uh, we have a pretty strong scene. We don't have that many GMs. We have kind of a 14, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. but I'm aware of them. I know who they are. And I know what, what they do uh, and their, their projects and stuff. And I've been learning a lot, uh, a lot from them, definitely. Is there any GM in particular you like? Because I know... Um... Um, actually, Brazil has like a... Uh, Brazil loves Luis Paulo Supi. I don't know if you have yes, heard of him. I know Supi, he beat Magnus. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the... People uh, like kind of uh, like him a lot. They, they follow uh, his streams and... Uh, there are there there is also uh, a t-shirt of the of the of the move he did to beat magnus you know really there's like there is like some stores that sell you the the picture of the board with that i i, I forgot the the move now but it's like queen to uh i forgot now but it's like uh the the move that pretty much yeah. uh, i think queen the game. so i uh, yeah that's it and uh, people wear uh, T-shirts with with that. Like uh, they bought the, the T-shirt. Actually, they don't, they don't wear, but there's like a website selling the T-shirt with that uh, board, and it's really interesting to see that. Yeah, I mean, that, I think that game like blew up chess Twitter, and for good reason. And yeah. Magnus's reaction is, was iconic. That's like, yeah, it's how, like you, how you. Ooh, yeah. that's dirty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was really funny yeah. to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then of course there's Kriger Mkhitaryan, who's uh, he's just an incredible player as well. Um, yeah, I mean I I know a little bit about Brazilian chess, although truthfully I I think like um, like South America and Africa, I think like in terms of chess, well maybe South America not as much because of Argentina, but I think they they're more underrated because for like most most of the high level chess right now is is basically Europeans, Americans, and and people from China and India, of course. So, um, yeah, I, I, I was just curious, like, and then regarding chess, uh, how long have you been playing and why did you start playing? 
Well, um, I had contact with with chess and some friends that were playing chess in school, but I didn't pay uh, that much attention. And we didn't have chess classes, but I knew that people were to play chess at the library, for example. Uh, at some point, uh, I didn't pay, I didn't play the game at all. I thought it was, you know, when when you're aware, uh, when you are not aware of chess at all and the scene, you just think that chess is kind of boring. Mm-hmm. In a game for old people, you know, that point of view. I have a, a video of mine that that explains this point of view that you think that old men play the, at the park, you know, play chess at the park. So I had that point of view, and I thought it was really boring and also difficult. I thought it was really really difficult, and I'm as I'm not good at math. I thought that I wouldn't be good at chess too. So I said, yeah, it's not for me. Let's just uh, do something else. So I never tried, but recently. Of course, because of the Netflix series Queen's Gambit, I kind of uh, I used to play Magic the Gathering. Have you heard of Magic? The yeah, Gathering? I, I know Magic the Gathering. Huh? I used to play myself. Yeah. yeah, and then well, I I played Magic the Gathering my entire life, for example, and I was kind of grinding tournaments, going to tournaments, and go playing online and playing with friends and going to the store and playing tournaments. Uh, when I watched the the series, I kind of realized that the most of the tournaments were really similar to the Magic mm-hmm. scene, you know where you go to the tournament, you sign up, and then you sit on the table, you meet your your opponent, and then you shake hands, and then you play the match, and then you, you know, it's the same system. You also play the Swiss system, like in Magic and also in the in chess. So I thought, why I'm not, why I'm not playing chess? Because it's the same system, and it's cheaper, you know, because you only mm-hmm. have to have the board or the, or the clock. Uh, so then I, I finished the series and I thought it was really great. And uh, I wanted to know more. And uh, I was kind of a, uh, I regret that I haven't learned chess before. And uh, well, here I am. Uh, I started in, in December. I was streaming magic on my, my Twitch channel. And uh, somebody said, yeah, why don't you play chess between games? Uh, so just to check how much you know and stuff. And a friend of mine, Uh, started showing up on the stream and he started teaching me and I started playing and uh, instead of like the the average five viewers I used to have I started having 11 viewers 10 viewers uh, because the chess scene you know chess is is really uh, it's a really great game to for you to to stream right now and I started having more viewers and more people interacting with me and teaching me how to play. Why don't you do this? And you should do that. Read that book. Uh, watch this video. And I thought it was really interesting. And I decided to dive into the into the chess world since December. And here I am in May. And I think I've learned a little bit. Not that much because it's like a lot of stuff to, to learn. But let's see how it goes. Have you have you thought of maybe like reaching out to one of these like Brazilian grandmasters, international masters, and try to do a little collaboration? Well, not yet. I, I actually, I think I'm uh, I'm in the start of the process. I actually, when I finish my 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 streams, I usually try to raid them so they can know who I am. And uh, for example, last week or two weeks ago, I remember that I raided. Um, Roberto Molina, I don't know if you know him. Mm-hmm. It's like I am Roberto Molina. He yeah. he won the uh, what's the name of the uh, the tournament again against God and Chess. I am not a GM. I am not a I'm not a GM. So he won the tournament and I raided him so like one week or two weeks ago. 
and uh, he thanked me. He he said my name and he asked me, "What do you think about this uh, this move now, Sigod? What do you think this guy is doing?" So he kind of interacted with me. So uh, I haven't um, tried to get in touch with them so far, but I will do at some point, I guess, like do some collabs and uh, you know sub battles, stuff like that. Oh yeah, no, that would be great. That would be that would be awesome. And yeah. you know, I think um, I can tell you that when I started playing chess, it was it was kind of very similar. Although I started a few years ago, just kind of, just I just started seeing on my YouTube like a lot of videos and stuff. And uh, once I got like a like a proper coach, or once I got help from like a re from like a really strong player who can really just guide you through, you know, how to basically go from here to there um it's 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 really wonderful like just as, just to feel yourself like just completely destroy people like with your new knowledge it's a lot of fun so yeah i mean i think doing a collab like that would be really cool so um you stream on twitch and do and you upload videos to youtube um how long have you been doing that for well um since pretty much with only chess December, I started streaming last year with other games and I talk about it on my videos and uh, started like my stream of other games. And then I started my YouTube videos with other games also, but with chess since December. So every video I posted so far and every stream I've been doing since December is like a pretty much chess. And uh, that's it. I've, I, uh, you you can see if you watch the videos. Uh, it's a pity that I, I I don't have the the English subtitles, but I will I will do it at some point. But if you see my first video is horrible. It's like like pinning my my queen all the time, and then uh, I still pin my queen, but not that often. You know, it's like a, it doesn't happen all the time. Uh, so it's like a it's like a process. It's it's doing well. But since December, it's like five months of uh, only practicing and training besides my job and my my like regular life i only practicing chess that's all i do do you think you'll be you'll continue to be a chess streamer for the foreseeable future or do you see yourself kind of moving on to other games um well i i, I want to be like a i don't want to you know uh go uh go after norms or stuff like that i right. don't want to be like a national master but i i mean if people like the the content i do and i still like chess uh, at that point in one year two years maybe i will keep with chess i guess yeah no no i was i was more asking like do you see yourself doing another like magic the gathering stream because i know they have it online um, now well the problem with uh, magic the gathering for example is that my my dad can't can't watch because for example he doesn't know what is going on mm -hmm. on the screen but most of my friends that i share the stream for example they can join and understand because everybody has a kind of a small, a small knowledge of chess. They know what's kind of a going on. They know how the pieces move so they can watch it. But if they watch Magic, what is the, what's going on? You know, why should yeah. I, sh why should I watch it? So I think it's kind of a, chess is a really universal uh, game that everybody can watch. If I ask my neighbor, for example, uh, I came home a few days ago with a board, uh, with a chess board on my, my arms and then he said hey how's it going yeah i used to play chess too so kind of everybody that you uh, that you see they have something to say about chess and imagine me getting home with a magic deck mm. and they would say yeah uh, what is that it's like Yu-Gi-Oh. it's a pokemon what's what's that and then no it's magic so you have to explain to them but if you appear if you show up with a board chess everybody knows everybody 
I have a friend who used to play. I, I was I used to be a musician like years ago. So, and then I have a friend that plays uh plays a bass in some bands and stuff. And he he sent me a message yesterday. Uh, I posted the Instagram that I I had a new video on YouTube, and he said, "Man, that's uh, I laugh a lot with your with your with your videos, even though I don't understand what's going on all the time. I have a small knowledge, but it's really fun to see you learning. Like, uh, and I and this is something that I wouldn't see happening with other games. You right. know, it's not that popular. You know, chess is universal. And it's funny that you mentioned Magic the Gathering because." Um... I, I actually played Magic for a little bit. I, di I didn't really ever enter the tournament scene because I always felt it was just kind of like too expensive. But I used to like for a while, like a couple of years ago, I used to like enter like draft tournaments where you just like, you know, get the, the five packs, pass them around, make a, a deck. And, and I think I went even like, I think I had like my, my tournament record is like eight and eight or something like that in total. I, I have to look on my Wizards of the Coast thing, but I, I, I wasn't too bad, but it, do you see any like similarities just aside from like the just you know the tournament aspect? Do you see any similarities between chess and Magic the Gathering? Yeah, a lot. Uh actually uh I, I would say that playing chess, you you can get better at magic and vice versa, because you can think more about your decision. So it's like uh, if I kill that creature, what will my opponent do? And uh, in chess, it's the same. Like if I move my my pawn to e4, what's what's my opponent going to do, right. and is it going to be good for me in a in a long term like uh, situation? So I think it's really similar. And of course, it's difficult because uh, I kind of uh, stopped playing uh, Magic that much because uh, because Magic we have lots of luck, and uh, do you know the lands that you have yeah. to have in your hand to keep playing. So, of course, that you have to play well, but even if you play well, for example, if I play a deck that beats another deck and I'm against uh, Paulo Vitor Damo da Rosa, for example, he's the world champion, uh, I'm, I'm going to beat him maybe, you know? I have a chance to beat the world champion. And if you play chess against Kasparov, for example, will you beat him? No. Of course not. So that's the difference. I, I don't like... Uh, I love Magic. It's, it's still a great game, and, and I love it, the, the cards and stuff. But it's different because I want to be uh, rewarded by my, my studies and my progress, and I want to beat those who are, aren't studying as much as I am, for example. Mm -hmm. So uh, I can't play, for example, you are, uh, I forgot how much uh, user rating. Like, I'm uh, about 1,900, give or take. 1,900. So... I, I, I won't win a match against you. It's impossible. And, uh, and if we play Magic, for example, and uh, you play a deck that is better than mine, and for example, you're not playing, I am playing, you can beat me. So that's the, the, the situation, you know? Uh, magic is not fair at all. Of course, that when you're playing the high levels, you can see that it's, uh, it's fair. Uh, they are both playing really well and stuff. But sometimes you see like a great player uh, lose a game because he didn't draw any any lands. Yeah, and this is really sad. That's actually why I stopped playing card games too. By the way, because I kind of yeah. I and I, you know I used to play Hearthstone online a lot. Um, mm -hmm. And Hearthstone is like a you know online card game from like Blizzard Universe. I used to and, play too. Yeah. Actually, I quit Magic to to Hearthstone <laughs> and then I played a little bit of Hearthstone. 
Yeah, I mean, Hearth Hearthstone is also also fantastic, but it was the same thing. Like, I just I just remember just being frustrated because it's like you 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 work so hard on constructing a deck and you spend a lot of money and like you really are grinding and like doing all like the deck building and stuff and like researching online and then you just get smoked because you're not getting the exact combo that you need and it's just it feels like yeah. it just feels terrible. Like, uh, I before I I I change or the beginning when I change it from Magic to to chess, uh, one of friend one friend of mine from Magic he sent me a message, but yeah. Chess is cool and so, but Magic is still better. Uh, why did you change? And I said, yeah, you know, I, I want to lose because I played bad chess, you know? I want to win because I played good chess. I don't want to feel that luck was involved. And he said, yeah, but you know, when, when you're losing in Magic, you can blame the lands, you can blame luck, and uh, it's not good for your self-esteem. You know, when you play chess and you lose because of you, uh, because of your your own plays. And I said, no, I, I don't care if I if I lose. It's like I'm learning. Actually, there is a person I don't know if it's Vichy that says that in chess you never lose, you learn. So yeah, that's it. here I am. That's I guess a, it's Vichy. I'm not quote. sure. I I, I actually, I'm in maybe it might be him. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think it is Vichy. And um, but it's it I it's been said by a lot of other people too. It's like yeah. one of those. It's one of those like big chess quotes so, so I, i don't care when i lose actually of course when we lose three matches in a row you feel you feel really bad yeah. um but i i kind of i just turn off the game and i try to do something else because uh, i'm not feeling well so well I'm, my, my chess sucks today so let's do something else and i'll come back tomorrow and usually when you come back and the other day you you went two in a row and everything is fine again yeah you know That's, or you're that's like it. that's the feeling. Or you're like me, and you like drop eight games yesterday, like in ten games, and you like just lose. And I like, yeah, I I've I lost so many games yesterday. I don't even know why. I think I've just been tired and and stuff. But you know, I actually completely agree with you about um. That that's why I think chess is just superior to any other any other game. And and even like compared to like most sports, it's just because all the you get all the glory and you take all the blame, and like. I don't know if you ever played League of Legends. Yeah, I started playing League of, of Legends again with my with my housemate. I started playing with him again, and it just reminded me, like you know, you could have a fantastic game, but then somebody exactly. in like a different part of the field can just be playing horribly, and you lose the game because of it. Uh, yeah, and it sucks. It really sucks. It feels terrible. It's like there's just you know you you can try your best, but it's it, it is a team sport, and that's not to say that team sports are bad or anything. Like when you are playing with all your friends, it's a lot of fun, but with chess it's completely free so you save like so much money if you like it you you just save a ton of money if you really like it um and then also like you you like like you said very very nicely like you yes you get all the blame but you get all the glory like when you play a good game and you just destroy your opponent like that feels really good you know there's yeah. no like luck involved it was just like you play good moves you play better moves than your opponent and you win the game Yeah, nowadays we have lots of games uh, on the internet, and and now we we are not talking about the the traditional chess players. Now those who grew up with their dads teaching them and studying with books. Now we're talking with gamers in the podcast, pretty much. So it's a kind of a diff different episode. But for example, uh, online nowadays you have like uh, the multiplayer games, where even if you play really well, as you as you said before, um, you can lose the the, the game, and then it's really frustrating because you spend like 45 times of your time 45 uh, minutes of your time uh, playing a match where you played really well but you lost anyway 
Uh, and then you have the, the games where there is luck involved, where you can spend like a, like a, like you can play the best match of your life and you can still lose because of luck. And there is chess, where if you play well, if you're focused, you will win the game and this will happen. There is nothing you can do about it. If you play well, you will win. If you play uh, bad, if you play bad moves, you lose. And that's it. Um, so, and there is also one thing that nobody talks about that every game you play, you have to constantly follow the news. Like uh, we added a new character. We added a new card. We added a new collection. We added a new, well, every day there is an update. Every week there is an update. And chess, it's like uh, if I study, uh, if you stop studying and I keep studying, maybe in five years, four, I will be at the same level you are, you know, mm -hmm. you won't forget anything. You won't, you will probably will be um, like, you'll be, you will forget some moves or some openings, but you will still play the same chess. And I will, if I will study, if I study, I will be at the same level as you. So if you stop following chess for a year or two and you come back, that's great. The game is the same, yeah. you know, you won't lose anything. Uh, and, and you won't miss anything. And then if I keep studying, probably I will reach the same level as my opponents, as my friends, for example. So um, it's much better for a person who, who works a lot as I do. And I don't have too much free time. But when I do, I practice chess. So I see that my practice is worth it because I'm learning stuff that's never going to go away, you know? And like, for example, if you play League of Legends and you learn a character inside and out, And they, okay, like uh, like uh, Caitlyn is nerfed. Yeah. So then you have to stop playing with the character because it's impossible to play with her again. And that's the, the I was kind of doing a research before I started with a new game, you know? And I talked to another friend of mine and said, man, I want a game without luck, with skill, uh, a cheap game, and uh, has to work on my PC or anything like that. And he said, okay, you have two options. And I said, okay, uh, you have StarCraft. I don't know if you have played StarCraft and chess. And I said, okay, let's check StarCraft out. And I played a little and I said, okay, that's not for me. It's yeah. really not for me. Man, all, all the, the clicking and the, 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 the shortcuts and stuff. And I said, man, I'm, I'm, I don't get what's going on. And chess was... I was really much, uh, I, I was feeling how much better with chess. And then I, I, I focus on chess. That's, yeah. the, that's the, the whole story with my gaming uh, career. So I quit gaming, the online gaming and, change to, and switch it to chess. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I completely agree with you. I, I, I mean, I, I also, I played World of Warcraft for many years. And uh, I, was, I kind of did like some competitive rating, like in World of Warcraft with the guild. And uh, I come back to the next expansion and they completely like change how like my character class works. Um, I played a shaman. Shamans used to have to put these things called totems and they just completely remove mm -hmm. them like in the, in the base game, in, in the retail game. Um, I know there's classic now where it's back, but in, in the retail game, they completely changed it. And I remember just being devastated. because I was like, how could you do this to me? Like I, you know, I've been playing something a certain way for like four years got a really good at it. And now suddenly it's like, I can't even use it anymore. I, I remember just being so mad. And, 
you know, nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna patch the queen tomorrow. Say, yeah, we're nerfing the queen. Like yeah. queen can only move seven steps. No, it's never happening. Like there is no chess 2.0 coming out next week. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. Like there's it, the game that it is, it is, you know? And so like, um, I think for some people that's really great. And you know, another thing that I love about chess is that you do all this work online and then maybe you're at the bar one day or you're with some friends and it's like, Oh, I, well, there's a chess board. And now all the knowledge that you accrued online is actually like you can use it practically. Like you can go hang out with people. You see people playing at a board. You can meet people that way. You can't do that with like StarCraft. You could mm-hmm. kind of do it with Magic the Gathering. But even still, I think like online compared to the actual retail is, is very different because they don't have all the cards online right now. You know, there, like there is a there is a difference uh, with chess that is like in any feel around it. It's like uh If you say to, if you, I don't know, let's suppose, I'm not single, I, ha, I have a fiance and we are uh, getting married as soon as the pandemic goes on, uh, goes oh, congratulations. away. But uh, thank you. Um, but for example, if I show to my fiance, ah, you know, I'm really good at Magic the Gathering, she would say, ah, that, that, that okay. <laughs> and then if I say, okay, I'm good at chess. And then she would say, oh, so, so like chess is a skill that's worth it, something, you know? Yeah. It's like uh, you you say you you go to people and you say hey you know I I play chess really well and they kind of look at you with in another way they think you are kind of an intellectual person that studies a lot and actually just a regular guy but you just watch yeah. some videos on YouTube about like the Italian opening and then you do everything according to what you're supposed to do and, and you win the game and that's it and people think oh he's great at chess well actually we're not great at chess but people think as we are uh, like a, as it's a It's a much better skill than playing League of Legends well, for example. Mm-hmm. Like my dad, if I if I tell him that I won a, a chess tournament, he's going to be one of the happiest persons on uh, happiest people on earth. But if I tell him, hey dad, I won like a League of Legends championship, and he's going to ask me, what is League of Le- Legends? Yeah. So that's the difference. Uh, people see chess in a more respectful way. So then this is great. Like. It's a skill that everybody wants, but nobody wants to study. But everybody thinks it's beautiful when you play chess well. I don't yeah. know if you have the same feeling around you live, for example, with oh, friends no, and family. That's completely, completely accurate. I mean, I, well, actually, for me, I remember when I was so, I actually, my, my grandfather, like, taught me how to play chess when I was very young. So I actually, and like you said, you know, I didn't play for 11 years, but I still remember the rules. Once I learned them when I was, like, five, I remember the rules, like, you know, yeah. 13 years later. Um, But yeah, I mean, because I, like I said, like I was pretty good at, at World of Warcraft and, and I, I remember my, my family never respected, you know, if I wanted, if I had to stay up till 4am to do a raid, like they were just like, why are you, why are you awake here? It's the summer, you go outside, um, trying to do like some hardcore raids and like mythic raids. I never actually got to mythic, but. And, and uh, the difference is like, uh, if you stay up until 4am to study chess, for example, because you have a tournament coming, they probably. Are you studying? Okay, I'll close the door so then you can keep, yeah. you can have some silence, you know? So it, it's the difference between the, the games, you know? We, one is like a, you can, uh, people look at you with respect and the other is like a, just an online game, you know? And I got, I got my stack of books that I'll be studying this summer, you know? Nice. I have some here that my friend uh, landed to me nice. and a small chessboard here, like pretty great. So I'm wondering, you know, now that you've been playing, like, are, you know, you, you mentioned like how people perceive chess as like this intellectual endeavor and stuff, but is, 
Has there been like anything like surprising to you now that you've started that you were like not expecting about chess? Uh, I didn't expect to see the meta game of uh, openings, you know, mm -hmm. that one opening counters the other and one defense counters the other defense. And I didn't expect that. I thought it was more kind of an open. I didn't know that this uh, world of openings and, uh, and it's really interesting that some openings counter the others and stuff. It's like a, it really similar to the now to the other games, like, for example, have the meta game. And now chess has the meta games of openings that we, we can't play some openings against uh, other specific openings. Um, so this was something that surprised me. Like uh, I didn't expect that at all. And uh, I thought it was, uh, I would learn faster than I'm, I am learning. But I just thought that. But mm -hmm. now I know that the reality is, is different. Yeah, I mean, I, th I think chess is extreme. Like, there's, uh, I think one person compared, like, you know, becoming a grandmaster to, like, obtaining two PhDs at the same time. Like, it's extremely, yeah. extremely difficult, like, to learn. And My, my, la my latest video yesterday that I posted yesterday, um, I compare um, chess with learning a language. Like, for example, uh, um, I speak Portuguese and Brazilian, but I've been studying uh, English for... Um, my whole adult life, you know, it's like, it's like a, uh, pretty much what everything I do now, actually, I'm a, I, I'm an English teacher. So that's what I do ah. every day. Uh, I, I teach people how to speak English. Um, and that's, uh, I, I think it's the same process, you know, as I didn't have that much, uh, contact with the game when I was young. Nowadays, I just feel that I'm struggling, you know, you know, when a person is struggling to learn Spanish or maybe other languages, and they just don't know how to do it. They don't know how to pronounce the words. That's me trying to learn the stuff at chess. I have to practice one, two, three times uh, before I really understand what's going on. For example, um, I have a, the, my, one of my recent videos, uh, uh, my recent videos I'm trying to checkmate with a, uh, with a rook and a, and a queen. And, uh, and I got a stalemate <laughs> because I didn't do it properly. Yeah. So after the video finished, I started practicing, you know, uh, in websites and stuff against uh, the stockfish and uh, I got it. But it, it, it took me kind of a 10 times, 15 times until I kind of do it properly in, in time. So it's something that I have to check and uh, practice every day. Before, uh, otherwise, I would uh, forget, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been trying to learn Danish because um, I'm going to be going to Denmark and uh, hopefully in a, in a few months for, for 10 months, I'm going to be going. So I've mm -hmm. been trying to learn Danish for the last couple of weeks and it's, it, it, it is really similar. In the same, you know, you just make stupid mistakes and like you're, you're just completely lost. And, uh, but, but things start to click eventually. And, and also yeah. like another thing that I kind of have appreciated about chess is sometimes you don't really appreciate how much you learn you have to kind of like take a step back sometimes and like, then you see, wow, like, like, look at all this knowledge I've accumulated. Like, I, I, are you studying openings at all? Like, I'm sure like, like compared to where you were in December, you're probably like, you know, you're no, definitely. Actually, if I do, what are you, what are you telling me right now? Actually, I will, I, I can say, I can kind of uh, be proud of myself and say, no, I've learned a lot. Like uh, take a, take a look at the, the dumb mistakes I was doing. 
but I'm not doing those mistakes anymore. Of course, I still do uh, a lot. Uh, I still make a lot of mistakes when I'm playing, but uh, it's something that is in the past now. Those uh, One of those mistakes I used to do, they are in the past now. I have new mistakes yeah. that I make, but those are in the past. And that's... Uh, That's the uh, at a point, for example, when I'm teaching English for the first time for a person that never learned, uh, never listened um, a song in English, and then you tell them that like uh, how is pronounced how and not ho, for example, that's a problem that Brazilians have. Uh, I am this person, but in chess, for example, I have to see the word how and pronounce how every day. So then I learn, okay, this word is pronounced how. This is me in chess. Okay, the Italian opening, we have to do this. But if they do that, I have to do this. And then when they do what I'm, for example, they attack my, my bishop when I'm doing the, the Italian opening, I'm lost. I don't know what to do. You know, and I, and I will uh, struggle to figure out uh, how to get the better, the best moves until, I don't know, more six months or so. Yeah. I have to see. My friend actually taught me some Portuguese yesterday. I learned uh, Bom Dio. Yeah, that's a bon dia and tudo bem and those stuff. Like, yeah, how's going? How are you? Yeah, and, and, and Portuguese is interesting too because, like, if you like, just for somebody who hasn't like spoken Portuguese, when you see the words, you think it'd be pronounced completely differently. You know, yeah, pe people say that um, after you learn, after you know Portuguese, that is my case in English. People say that it's going to be really easy to learn French and German because if you mix all the languages all together, they kind of have lots of words that are really similar. Mm -hmm. so like french we have some words from from uh, portuguese that are from french and english is the same like resume and cute and the cafe uh those words with uh, like a this kind of a, a french accent so they are words from french and they are really similar in portuguese huh. so you can learn language faster when you know portuguese in, in english it's kind of a weird stuff now um, i'm kind of like I'm wondering now, like, you know, again, um, talking a bit about your chess progress, what, do, what are you doing to practice and what are you doing to improve? Uh, I have a, a schedule here. Actually, this week was so busy that I couldn't follow my, my schedule. Mm -hmm. But uh, um, there is a GM on the internet uh, here in Brazil that's called Evandro Barbosa. And uh, he has like a, a, I don't know, a platform, online platform to learn chess. It's called Chessflix. You know, I don't know if you have heard about. Never heard of it. But it's like a, the Netflix for chess. Like you just open the website and watch something that you want. Like the, the Italian opening, the, the, I don't know, Sicilian defense. And then you watch something you like and then you just like get the knowledge from that website. Of course, you have to pay. Uh, but I got, there was like a, a PDF that he shared with what should you, uh, what should you do if you are, uh uh 1000 uh rating uh down you know like i am like almost 600 and he said that you have to spend uh your most of your day in tactics which is what i do every day and like uh, if you can 20 minutes with openings on monday and i'm just looking at my paper right now to check what i'm what am i saying Uh, Tuesday, it's like 45 minutes of tactics and uh, 20 of strategy. And uh, Wednesday, it's like 45 minutes again of tactics. And uh, what is that? It's um, hmm. uh, fine, uh, end games. Ah, you get started and, early. And then, yeah, and then you go and then start again. Openings, strategy, end games. Opening, strategy, end games. And every day with lots of tactics. 
Uh, I couldn't do that, that last week. I was really busy, but I'm intending to uh, to do next week properly, you know, every day, do the things they say. So that's what I tried I tried to do. Yeah, I mean, so, some people say you can you can basically get to like a uh, title level only only doing tactics. I don't know how true that is, um, but Me but either. yeah, tactics are extremely important. I definitely don't do enough, um, and uh, yeah, it, it it's kind of it's kind of one of those things you like one of those skills that you just need to sharpen up. I can tell you, especially like when you get to a higher level, you you may know the patterns, but it has you. It's not just like knowing the tactic. You actually need to be able to recognize that you have the potential in a game to do it, and you will only get that by practicing it. You know. Yeah, so, uh, I was I was playing a game yes uh, Thursday I guess, and then uh, I was losing a really bad position at the board. It was with the uh, with the black pieces, and uh, and then I was kind of only defending myself. I was thinking, Jesus, I'm going to get mated at any time, and I was trying to protect myself. Out of nowhere, I saw a check that he had to move his. Uh, he had only one uh, escape uh, uh, place for his king. And then I found um, uh, a tactic. Uh, like uh, uh, my, my knight was uh, threatening the king and his queen at the same time. So I could, uh, yeah, the fork. I could uh, take uh, his queen and then the game was tied again. I, we were we were back to the to the game you know yeah. i was losing and i was really jesus what what should i do now and then i found a fork and then okay let's go let's do this and then i was back to the game so this is something that i wouldn't find if i wasn't practicing the the mm -hmm. tactics every day you know i wouldn't see and i would probably lose the match actually i lost the match in, in, the, in the the time you know with the clock but anyway uh, i also could manage to to find a, a really bad uh, a really good position for my for my knight. Now, are you playing like blitz online? Or are you playing rapid? Or are you playing more like classical? Uh, well, I started playing blitz, but I'm playing blitz only on stream for fun, mm -hmm. just to see how fast, how can I, how fast is my brain? Like, how much do I, how many things can I remember and stuff? But people say that it's not the best way to yeah. practice. So only blitz for me is like uh, when I just have fun. Mm -hmm. That's it. And I'm trying to play 10 minutes games, uh, 15 minute games, uh, when I'm really practicing, for example. That's yeah. uh, that's what I do. I would I would say for, for for improvement, I think the thing that really helped me get from like like 600 to like 1400, I think, was just playing. And this, uh, of course, it took a long time, but I would play 15 plus 10, and then you know when I was serious about like my study. Every single game, I would only play like two, three mm -hmm. games a day, and I would very thoroughly analyze every one. I don't know if you've yeah. ever like used the analysis board on chess.com, or you can use the one on uh, Lee Chess and just import mm -hmm. the the game. But like really sitting, <clears throat> looking like where did you deviate from the opening compared to like grandmaster players? Because there's a reason why grandmaster players play the opening a certain way. You know. Yeah. So, like studying that, looking for trying to identify without the computer, like where did you make a mistake? Getting that intuition of like on your own of like where you made a mistake without the computer telling you is extremely important. And then, you know, obviously you can just turn any end game that you had if you lost it because of an end game, you could turn that into a study. Um, it does help to have a coach, but, um, you know, nonetheless, uh, that I felt like that was a way that I really improved very quickly by doing like analysis of slow games. No, uh, I definitely agree with you. And then uh, every time I 
of course, this is something that happens all the time. Every time I play like a 15-10 match, I play like way better than I play like a blitz game, for example. Blitz, I'm just guessing like, yeah, if I put my, my, my pawn here, it's going to be great, but it's not great. So <laughs> then I lose a pawn, then I lose a knight, for example. And then, I'll, oh God, what's happening? It's like uh, Eric Rosen. Oh no, my queen. Yeah. Uh, but um, if I play like a 15-10 uh, 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 minute game, it's like uh, I analyze every, every possibility, you know, that I, even though I don't know what to do, I think, okay, maybe uh, if I move my, my pawn like H, um, H uh, to H2, for example, H to H3, it's like, a, like to, uh, to only to give some space to my king so then he can breathe and then you can keep going with the game. It's going to be like, a, do you know, the, the, safe, uh, the safe play when I don't know what to do. So if I think a lot and then I don't find any moves that are interesting, I just do this and then I think a little. Um, and that's pretty much what I do. But every time I play, we, I play a lot better when I'm playing like this long games. Uh, I wish I, uh, I, I can play a, like a classic game one day with, the, with a board and a friend, for example, mm -hmm. a friend that plays well, just to, to see the, the feeling, you know, doing it, having a barbecue or playing the, Yeah. The, the classic game and, and talking about the moves and it would be nice it's a, it's a completely different feeling if you're only like played online it's a completely different feeling like i remember yeah. when i played my first i've talked about this on the podcast when i played my first tournament it just it felt so so weird and it it, it is it is definitely worth doing that and also that i was playing like you know i was only playing 15 10 minutes online and then to switch to a 90 minute with 30 second increment like that is just like You know, sitting down for yeah. 45 minutes to think about one move is crazy. And your and your and your and your knight doesn't look like a knight when you look yeah. at from the upside. You know, you look at and it looks like a I don't know a weird white piece. And then you okay, what is that? So is that a knight? I'm not so sure. Yeah. So it's a whole different feeling. So I would if I if like my plan is to actually when people ask me what I want to do about chess in the future, it's like a, I want to go to a tournament like after the pandemic and uh, just have fun, you know, like win a match, maybe tie one, maybe lose all the, uh, the other matches. But just to, you know, to have the feeling of playing a tournament again that It would be so cool. And uh, let's see how it goes because, and probably I would do like six months of training, not online with the pieces, you know, because yeah. I need to get used to the pieces, to the real pieces, right. not online. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think you're from Rio, I think, right? No, I'm from, uh, well, I'm from the countryside of the south of Brazil. Huh. You know, uh, it's like, uh, it's like I live in Texas from Brazil. <laughs> Ah. And I live in the countryside of Texas. It's like this. We cool. we I don't know if you have heard of gauchos. Have you heard of gauchos? I, I know. Is it a state? No, it's like a gauchos. It's like a, a style of people here from from Brazil that they look like people from Texas. They <laughs> ride horses and they eat barbecues and they have accent. It's like this. I, I live in this place. This is I live in the Texas of Brazil. Oh wow! <laughs> That's it. That's that's really cool. I don't know why I thought you were from Rio, but uh, so is it? Are you from like a? Are you you're from like a small town then? Yeah, I'm from a really small town. Like I, we have like a twenty thousand five people living here. I guess I'm not so sure. Mm -hmm. 
and the city near uh, the city I live, it's like 4,000, 40,000 people. And, uh, and we live kind of a uh, 60 kilometers, which I don't know how much in miles, sorry, American listeners, um, because we use kilometers, yeah. not miles here. So it's like 60 kilometers from the, from the capital that is Porto Alegre. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, the, probably the, the most, uh, important things would happen in Porto Alegre. That is the capital of my state. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it. like when you, um, when you talk about wanting to play in a tournament, do you, do you think that there are any opportunities like nearby to play in like a proper tournament or is this chess scene not big in your town? No. Yeah. Uh, 2019, I guess there was like a tournament in the city near me. It's like a 15 minutes from my house. And uh, another streamer that I follow, he's from this, that, that city that's called Chess Lendario, for example, which is uh, legendary chess in English. Uh, he won that tournament and he, he lives near my house. So um, I'm waiting for this kind of tournament to come back. It's like, uh, it's like once a year, I guess. It happens mm-hmm. in, a, in a city called Charcadas. It's near me here. Gotcha. That's it. Let's see cool. how it goes. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've been, I actually, I, I watched like one of your videos a month ago. I, I didn't understand a word because I don't know Portuguese, but I saw you were like, uh-huh. you were like 300 ELO or something. So now to hear you're already 600, yeah. that's, 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 you should be yeah. very proud of yourself. Like that's slow and steady. Yeah. I guess. You know, and as and you, the- as you get higher and higher, it gets harder and harder. So yeah, anytime you make gains, you should be very proud of yourself. Uh, when I was I was playing Blitz and I, and I, uh, well my Blitz rating is like four hundred or something right now but my my rapid is five hundred and eighty something like that it's almost six hundred and then I go back to eighty and then six hundred mm-hmm. and then I go back to eighty um, but it's like uh, every time I I was paired against a, like a I was three hundred and I was paired against someone like was five hundred four hundred uh, I. I used to lose the, uh, the the match, so and then I faced like a three hundred opponent, and then I win, and then I face a four hundred and fifty, and I lose, and then you go with this kind of a seesaw every day, you know, win and lose, win and lose. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, well, I mean, that, the, the yeah, I mean, you, I think you're you're really doing a great job with your improvement. I think that the plan that you're following with this chess flicks, I had never heard of this, but it sounds sounds perfect. And if it's giving you results, then that's even better. Um, the last thing I want to ask you, so typically I would end off uh, the podcast by, you know, asking if you had one opening to teach. Um, but you're actually a pretty new student. So I'm actually, I'm now I'm curious. I'll do a little twist on it. What opening Let's do see. you want to learn? Uh, well, nowadays I have like, as everybody recommends you, they tell you to have one opening with white. Uh, and two defenses with black, like one for for e4, one for d4, and I'm playing uh, with white, uh, the Italian opening, with the black for e4. I'm playing the French defense, and uh, for d4, I'm playing the queen's gambit refused. Is that refused? Declined. In, in, yeah, it's declined Is in it English. Declined? But a lot of people other say yeah. refused. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's the client, and well, that's pretty much what I what I do, and uh, I'm having fun with the with the Italian opening, uh, because at the point I am, people don't play 
openings, you know, <laughs> people just play random things. It's really rare to see someone playing uh, an opening, playing the theory, you know, when people teach you, ah, when you play E4, they play E5, E5. So, but they play something really different. They play yeah. H, H3, for example. And I, what? What's going on? <laughs> so uh, at this, at this, at this rating. So, and then I, I just forget the, the, the openings. I just try to, to get control of the center and, and then I keep going. So an opening that I, that I think everybody should learn. Uh, if you are like a beginner as I am, I, as every GM recommends you to, to learn is the Italian opening because it's like a simple and, uh, I don't know, fun, uh, opening because Really quickly, if your opponent doesn't pay attention, you can you can get control of the center really fast right. with the the center pawns, for example. Because if they try to do something else, they, if they try to to play a trick on you, I don't know if the, if it's trick people say, but it's like you know when you have the fried liver, is that called a trick? I mean, What I, I think the, the fried liver is, is the fried liver is like a legitimate opening. But I think you know, um, I, are you maybe thinking of like the word gambit? Like no, it's not the gambit. It's like uh, when people try to to do the scholar's mate, for example. They yeah they they're not trying to play like real chess. They're trying to mate you. Yeah. But at the point I am, I I well I used to, but I'm not. But I don't get uh, in the scholar mate anymore. But people try to play tricks on you all the time. You know, they move their right. queen really early because okay, let's take this pawn here. If I take this pawn, I can take his uh his uh rook, and then. People start playing this way at the level I am, and then you start defending your pieces when a, you reach to a point where he has to uh, kind of a, uh, withdraw his queen back yeah. to the place uh, it was. And then you kind of uh, get control of the game because he wasn't playing chess. He was trying to play tricks on you all the right. time. And with the Italian Open, it's really good. It's a it's really good uh, opening because you can have uh, the control of the, the two centers Uh, the, the two houses in the center of the of the board, and then you have also a bishop, and have also a knight, and, and you can castle really fast. You can play uh, e4. You play your knight. You play your bishop to c4, if I'm not mistaken, and then uh, you castle. So you have your pieces developed, and you have your king protected, and then now it's you and your tactics. That's yeah. Good luck. You know. That's it. You I know, would recommend I, the Italian opening with the white for pieces. I'm actually a little shocked that you play the French because I think the French is, is very hard to learn. And uh, maybe, maybe, maybe right now, like because like you said, maybe people aren't playing like mainline theory or whatever. So you just get some nice punch structure, but it's very difficult. Yeah, um, I, I decided to play the, the French defense because there, there's like a, um, I think it's like a, a lesson on Lee Chess that are really famous. There's, there's no, there's the, those tiny, tiny famous people that teach things on websites. And there is like a famous guy on Lee Chess and he teaches openings. And he says that one of the best defenses for, for uh, the black pieces is the French defense for the beginners. Because it's not that full of theory, but I don't know if I agree with him as you're telling me right now. Um, but people here in Brazil, they don't like it because of one of your bishops is stuck like forever. Mm -hmm. And then you maybe have to play like a Fiunquero to, to put the bishop out. And it's like a really difficult for me to put that bishop playing uh, early. So um, it's, a, it's a cool opening. 
but um uh i have a my win rate with my white pieces is like a 60 to 40 and my win rate with my black pieces is like uh 60 uh, uh 40 to 60 it's the opposite you know so if you want to so you want to hear recommendation then if you like the kind of the solid structure um i recommend an opening for a defense for, for black yes instead of the french i think if, uh, if you hear just to... hear me out hear me out you should mm -hmm. if you want to learn something that's even easier than the french you could just play the scandinavian you end up mm -hmm. getting a very similar pawn structure, except maybe you don't have as much control of the center, but you still get something very solid. I think it's even easier to learn. And okay. typically your, your, your light square bishop doesn't get trapped. Awesome. And, uh, and yeah, that, that, that's a huge problem that I have with the, with the bishop. But now, uh, yeah, actually, it's not settled. You know, I have here the moves that I have in a, in a notebook here, that all the moves I need to do oh, when wow. I'm playing just to nice. remember them. Uh, for example, like if they the trade uh, uh, the the if they trade, like you have different moves. If they they move the the pawn forward, you have different moves. So I have everything written down, so then I remember. But it's not that important because sometimes they just don't care about the theory and they capture your pawn and then the go the the game goes on, you know. Right. So I just try to play like a solid game instead of thinking about openings that much. Good. Uh, so. That's pretty much it. And you know, if you are studying theory and somebody deviates early, you just, that's one of what my first coach told me, like never, never to panic if somebody doesn't like play a move that you expected. Because if you're really studying an opening and you know what should be played and your opponent's not playing it, then they're doing something wrong. And so then you can, whether yeah. it means you can push in the center or you can start an attack, like that, that's kind of what these moves in the theory a lot of times are preventing. You know, it's a lot of these ideas that are important. Yeah, people say all the time, stop learning openings. And start studying chess. It's like uh, the GMs in Brazil, they say that all the time because every time they, they, they have Instagram and they open up a, a, a box for, for people to post questions. Uh, what should I do? How can I improve? And et cetera. And every time there's like questions about openings and they pretty much like 99% of them, they answer, uh, stop learning openings. If you are like under 2100 or 2200 uh, player, you know, Mm -hmm. uh it's like learn chess like the concept uh, control the center and develop your pieces faster than your opponent and protect your queen uh your your king and that's it yeah you, you're playing chess faster than your opponent that is yeah, trying I think, to I've been learn spot on. movements i mean i say this as somebody who spends way too much time on openings but they're they're completely correct it's it's a waste of time yeah. like you got to learn like you really need to learn like the concept but it's, yeah, if, if you're if very you're, diligent yeah, if you take a look, I, I practiced the uh, openings like 40 times in uh, uh, 40 minutes in, uh, in a whole week. It's like mm -hmm. uh, 20 minutes in a day, 20 minutes in the other. So uh, I, I don't pay attention at all to openings. I just remember some movements that I need to know to defend properly my pieces when they do something like uh, the, the movement A or B or C, etc. So I kind of uh, protect my pieces. And then after they play their first move that is not in the theory, uh, that's it. We're playing tactics now. That's it. Well, yeah. So, so um, you know, before we end, so you you're on Twitch, right? You as uh, mm -hmm. Twitch.tv/sigod s i g a w d, right? Mm -hmm. And you're on YouTube yeah. as well. Yeah, YouTube.com/sigod as well s i g a w d. Uh, and I'm on Twitter, and I'm on Twitter is like my real name. It's like a Eduardo Sigod, but without a W. It's like with you. 
and on Instagram as well. It's like Eduardo C. God as well, without a W. Instead of a, the W, it's a U. And that's it. I post the things every Friday. I post a new video and I stream every Monday uh, a new stuff on, on uh, Twitch. Now, you, are you said you're a, are you a Twitch affiliate or a Twitch uh, partner? Mm, I'm a Twitch affiliate, just affiliate so far. You're, yeah, you're partner, getting, partner. it's really difficult. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, th I tried to stream and I thought affiliate was impossible. So I can't even imagine with a partner. Well, affiliate, you, you have some tips to get affiliate. Like if you keep your phone watching you, you have already one viewer. <laughs> and if you have two friends just hanging out, like it's really easy to hit the, the affiliate uh, system. Uh, but it's good because as, as long as you hit affiliate, uh, some money start to come in because of the subscriptions. Right. So we're getting there. I think it's like more maybe four months or five months. Twitch, send me some money. Let's see how it goes. Let's yeah, well, hope. great. Yeah, I'm rooting for the. I'm really rooting for you. Um, and uh, to all my Brazilian listeners, you can follow Sigad on. Yeah. On, uh, I mean, apparently I have a, I have a few. I'm a little surprised, quite frankly. Um, but you know, thank you everyone for listening. And uh, yeah, if you're listening in Brazil, you can, uh, you know, your fellow countrymen, you can support him, support his chess journey on uh, YouTube, on Twitch, follow him on Twitter, follow the podcast on Twitter at 64 Podcast. Uh, you can uh, find me, my personal Instagram at David V I Z G A N. And uh, yeah, I mean, I thank you so much for listening, guys. Uh, Eduardo, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Maybe I'll have you on again in a little bit to see how your progress let's, is going. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do Great. it. And um, yeah, I mean, if you ever want to, if you ever want to play a game against me, a correspondence game or whatever, feel free. Nice. Happy to help. Um, and yeah, I'll, I guess I'll see you guys next week. Take it easy. Peace. <laughs>